Um, fun fact, the Ravens have never won a regular season game in New England. Wow. You hate this. Give me Ravens minus two and a half. Of course. I think you could see it from a mile away. Double, double unit play. I'm going to go with the Patriots plus two and a half. Oh, that's, I, oh, no. I love that play so much. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for that game. It's Jackson with a shovel pass. It's Andrews for the touchdown. Jones looks left, steps up. Mac Jones runs it in for the touchdown. Maybe Mark Andrews gets gets going again. Jackson off his back foot, lofting for the end zone. Mark Andrews, he's got it. You see another here. Second and goal, back to the ground. Harris can walk in. Stumbles over. One on first. Sitting at 60 home runs. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson hits the middle hard. And Lamar Jackson keeps on going inside. Jackson back corner. Duvernay, perfect placement, touchdown. plenty of time to do knees and there's plenty of time to do lots of other things but when you take a knee she well that's why she lost the election fake to Duvernay Jackson gets away from Godshaw downfield he's got Bateman first grab of the day and then the ball comes out Darryl Peppers picks it up on third down and goal here they come Jones retreating floating in zone picked up But I kind of like Nelson Aguilar props. I think he kind of got a little unlocked. Jackson keeps it. Has the first down. Has a touchdown. Lamar Jackson. Ball can't lose, but the 
Just like what I saw about that, them never winning a game in New England is wild. Now, I've been thinking about this all day, too. Um, I call this the one-ply parlay. So, I hate one-ply toilet paper. There we go. <laughs> that was a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> I'm waiting for Darth Maul to come out. Where's Qui-Gon Jinn at? This was... Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, that was uh, Yeah, we just got nominated for an Emmy uh, <laughs> for that one. Oh, my God. It was all inspired by our conversation Sunday night about that game. I started making the video right away. <laughs> you're right on it. No matter the outcome, you know exactly what you're going for. Oh man, dude, that was dude. That was that was maybe the best work you've done, aside from painting your face and uh, you know attending the Super Bowl. That was <laughs> that was your best yeah. best work of art yet. Well done. I, like I, I when, when when I started editing it, I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna do like the whole like song, right?" And then I was like, "I think I have to." You're like, like I might actually need to like, go into the Star Wars score from now. <laughs> like, <I need> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was the most, it was the weirdest game. Like, this is what I mean by the score. I don't, I don't know. Like, how, like, I was on my phone watching the score for that game. And I was like, going back and forth. Oh, shit. Oh, all right. All right. We're, we're in it. We're in it. They have a shot. It's like, oh, they're down eight. And then it was like, oh, okay. Uh, they're down, like, they, oh, they missed a two point conversion. Oh, they got the ball back. Oh, now they threw a pick in the end zone. It was like, Oh, they got the ball back again. It was it was a sloppy. Back. It was wild. It was a very sloppy game. I felt like the, I still I still uh, feel confident that the Patriots were supposed to win that game. I think that they just fucked up. And that's fine. You can feel that way. Uh, they lost by eleven, but you can feel that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think they lost by a little bit more, right? No, was it was it? I don't know. I think you're right because they covered. They covered for the two ply parlay for sure, or one ply. Dude, parlay. I didn't realize you lost the one ply parlay as well. I, I, I thought that was a lock. I thought um, I didn't even pay attention to the score of the card. I, I didn't score. realize because I was at the game and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I think it's gonna hit." And then it was like, "That's what I I ranted in our group chat about uh, Cliff Kingsbury." Just yeah, yeah. I mean. It would have hit basically if he if he knew how to do his fucking job and kick a field goal with nine minutes left when you're down two possessions. I I mean it's yeah. it, math is hard, you know. Um, and I I don't, dude, the Cardinals. I'm I'm just enjoying I'm enjoying watching us uh, crash and burn this year. I think like the only like. I'm looking just for Kyler. I just want Kyler to do well. I'm rooting for Kyler. Well, yeah, it's not, you're actively rooting for the crash and burn scenario because all it's for the greater good. It sounds like it's it is it is. We will rise from the ashes after like we crash and burn with uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I saw like you know, there's all those like fan like like it's like fake, not really real news, but it's like gossip or whatever. And Cardinal subreddit is like. 
Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend is talking about like their new home they're building and bragging about like how it's like built for parties. I was like, yeah, no shit. Like I believe it now. I don't give a fuck if it's really real or not. Like it's real to me. You bought like, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in. Uh, I mean, well, this is just going to, it's going to be poetic justice and just come full circle when Cliff gets fired. Like let's say a week nine or whatever you're celebrating. You're happy. Uh, breaking news: Urban Meyer inks new deal with. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even want. They don't let anyone be interim coach. <laughs> no, no interims. Where Urban's taken right over. That's what he likes. It's. I like that Urban Meyer's become like, like, uh, like you know Antonio Brown. Like Antonio Brown had these issues, and then mm-hmm. it's like you know teams that are desperate. They're like, we should, we should give him a shot. Why don't, yeah. why don't we give him a shot? Like fan fan bases are like, yeah, no, I think we need Antonio Brown. Like. Like everyone just like uh, this like armchair uh, GMs will like look it's like like it's Madden and you can just look at like the highest overall and be like you know what yeah let's just sign him like he doesn't have like a lot of issues and Urban Meyer's been that for Nebraska ASU like two teams I watch a lot and and Urban Meyer like I've seen I've seen it all I've seen like. Uh, people trying to get scott frost to asu now like and i think that would actually be a lot of fun <laughs> i really hope he ends up here but uh just because i'm like i'm all for watching like a, a a fun offense and like that's gonna crash and burn like the second they face any ranked team but oh, man, you know and, uh, urban meyer on mill and in scottsdale on saturday night's gonna be great too it's gonna be a good time dude uh apparently <laughs> I, I should i mean allegedly um <laughs> scott there frost, you go allegedly scott frost is an alcoholic that was the reports like that were coming out where like basically he missed in ireland he missed the team meeting for the first game of the year against northwestern oh i'm not God. even that 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 was a report that came well, also out. sending an alcoholic to ireland is just <laughs> yeah. yeah what are we doing we can only imagine what pub crawl he was on. <laughs> like, so, and then that, like, the other assistant coaches were basically, like, going to the athletic director, like, yo, why aren't we firing him? And, right. like, so I don't know. Um, he'll end up being, like, an offensive analyst at Alabama. Um, but it's a new week. We Boy, do I need about- it. <laughs> Yeah, we forget about all the bullshit from last week. Um, I mean, our pick fives. I think we have each had two wins. We both lost our double unit both, plays. Both, both lost that. Yep. So we're, we're both down. I, I think that's like four units. Yeah. Right. It's all right. No. We we move on. We move on. It's or down okay. three. I think. I think down three. I don't know. Uh, three or four. It doesn't matter. It's water under the bridge. It's, it's all it is. Is we're uh, down zero this week. It's a tax write off. That, that's yeah, what last that's week fine. was. It was a tax write off. Right. Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited about the slate. I don't know. I don't know about you. I, I think that there's actually some pretty good games. Oh, um, I'll take anything I can get at this point. So I have no choice but to be excited. Um. All right. We we, we can start out with uh, Thursday night football. We got the Dolphins going against the Bengals. Important betting information. The Bengals are wearing those sexy white jerseys and helmets. Mm, already gives that, them an extra two and a half point bump. <laughs> that's that's exactly why they're favorites in this yeah. one. Um, I mean, 
And the Dolphins injury situation is so weird. So uh, let me pull up the spread. Um, Bengals are minus three and a half at home. I think that opened around three. So I think they got a half point uh, since open. Um, total sitting at 48. Um, I was going to give a couple interesting facts. Uh, the uh, Bengals haven't hit over this year so far. 0-3. I mean, unders are a huge trend already in the NFL, hitting at like a 64% rate right now. Um, but I don't know who's going to win this game. I'm not, I'm not too confident. I mean, like the jerseys are sexy. Dolphins are banged up on a short week, but I still think that both, I think Waddle and Tua play, it kind of seems like it. Um, cause I think Tua. I mean, Tua. though, did you see the way he went down in the bills game? Dear Lord. Yes. I just thought he was done for. I, I mean, I was. He came I back. Know, I don't know if Tua is able to see a replay of how he went down. Is he okay? Is he able to open his eyes? That was. <laughs> you said it's his back. I don't. I don't know if that's like their way to get out of it. Like, do you do you yeah. have to go through the concussion protocol if if you say it's your back? No, I get you. Just stick your back in the blue tent and said your uh, head. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just like my back is concussed. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. No. Sounds no. Like some, that dude should not be playing good. football this week. <laughs> Definitely should have played that game. Boy, do I respect him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a gritty player. What a gritty player. Throw up some dirt I mean, on that concussion and get back in there. Also, this okay. This is the first matchup because uh, they were both drafted the same year, right? Yeah. Um, Tua and Joe Burrow, Burrow and Tua. Yeah. Uh-huh. First matchup since their 2019 matchup at uh, LSU versus Bama. Uh, that they both mm. almost threw for 400 yards. Um, I mean that that was that was the game that people look back and like say like just how talented that uh, like that game was. I think like Clyde's Edward Hilaire was in there. Jamar Chase, uh, I think Waddle, Devonte Smith. I think Henry Ruggs made not Henry Ruggs, not Henry Ruggs at all. Um, it was a very talented game, not at all. Uh, but yeah, just around little fun fact because the I mean, last time the Bengals played the Dolphins, uh, it was um after Burrow tore his ACL. Mm. So, um, yeah, that was nice, pretty much. Yeah, got got a couple of Snapple fa- facts. Well, Snapple so. facts. Okay. Yeah. Well, who do you? Well, what what side are you taking? So, uh, all this talking about primetime unders and the under trending, they can suck me. I'm gonna take over 47. That is, I like that for this game. I think that. Uh, I, oh, I was looking at it. So, <laughs> Miami has a 78 percent red zone touchdown percentage. Uh, going into this week. Um, like, so I mean, like, you know, of their attempts, 78% of those end in a touchdown. Uh, 63% of their defensive trips to the red zone end in a touchdown as well. Since he's 50 50 on both sides, um, I think that, uh, you know, I love the over in this game. I think I lean Bengals, but I also, uh, I like uh, Joe Burrow's 
throwing or passing over. Over 285, I think, is roughly where it's at. It's 275. If it's, I mean, yeah. 275 and a half. I love his passing over. Um, that that's one of my main props for tomorrow. Uh, what about you? What are what are you on for this game? I couldn't agree more with the Joe Burrow prop. I was just looking at some stats and uh, sample size getting a little bigger. Three weeks, so we got a little more data here. But uh, Dolphins are second to last in yards allowed to the quarterback, uh, passing yards, and also something I want to look at. They are dead last in rushing yards allowed to the quarterback, which I know they played Lamar, but they, they're they played. They didn't just play Lamar. They played Josh Allen as well. And Josh Allen, which... <laughs> Toughest matchups. They're allowing an average of 55 yards on the ground, which Burrow wow. really just needs one carry to get to that number. His line set at 11 and a half rushing yards, and he's hit that in two of the past three games, but there was one game where he didn't have one rushing attempt. So, But I, I think this game's just going to be all about attacking those weaknesses especially on the short week and the injury report i actually i love the Bengals in this game i think the Bengals actually have a pretty convincing win um i like i just don't know how effective two is actually gonna be like he, he could just be great but it's like that dude was literally knocked out like baby giraffe off the field like i and right. such a quick and not around. much happened after that right and the Bengals defense actually like they're pretty solid. I think they're, let me see, uh, third best against, or, you know, let me see. I'm going to sort this here. I think they're, oh, no, not as yardage. Uh, Bengals are actually pretty good against the quarterback position. I think they're the third best defense. Yeah, third best defense, like, fantasy-wise against quarterback. And then also receivers they limit the receiver position pretty well uh i think they're also like second or third best defense in yardage allowed yeah second best defense in yardage allowed to the receiver position which yeah i mean that's obviously the biggest strengths of the dolphins is just those deep balls and i know they pick you apart but then they'll take the occasional deep shot with tyreek and waddle so i don't know man i like the Bengals in this game and the dolphins weaknesses are kind of what it's gonna I don't know. It's got, I think the Bengals uh, match up pretty well with the Dolphins. And I like props in this they game. Do. So I agree with you on the Burrow over yards. I like his uh, over rushing yards to 11 and a half. And then I also like uh, Joe Mixon receiving yards. Not so much rushing yards. Both these uh, defenses are pretty good against the run. But uh, as far as the running back position. But with the pass, Dolphins are fifth worst with 49 yards allowed per game receiving yards to the running back um and then tight ends as well so good tight end matchup for as far as the defenses go so the dolphins are second worst against the tight end as far as wow. if they allow 89 yards a game and Bengals are fourth worst they allow 74 yards per game so with that said i am looking at hayden Hurst props but the line's a little high i think it's it's 27 and a half but I still think I like that over, especially with Jamar. Of course, he's going to get so much attention, um, as will uh, T. Higgins. So I kind of like Hayden Hurst overs. Gasecki, his line set at twenty and a half, but which seems like a smash play. But like I'm just looking at the Dolphins' targets. He's been targeted six times on the season. He has one target week one, four targets week two, one target week three. So 
yeah. I don't feel as confident about that play. So I think my official like prop plays right now would be Burrow over passing yards, rushing yards, mixing over receiving yards at uh, 21 and a half. I love that number. And then also Hayden Hurst over 27 and a half. I think those would be my official prop plays for this game. I like that. I, I like those. And bang, Bengals minus three I think yeah, I, I, I honestly, if I were to lean in this game, I, I like that. And um, I, one stat that's interesting, I know the Bengals, they aren't really like high in uh, the percentage of uh, pressure, um, pressures on the quarterback, I think, of their snaps um, where they pressure the quarterback. But when two is pressured, so when he's kept clean, he averages a um, 9.3, uh, 9.3 yards average depth of uh, target. That drops all the way down to five yards when he's pressured. I thought that was wild. He's so it's like he, it's literally just you know check downs, very short plays when it, whenever he gets pressured. I thought that was really interesting. Not, I don't think it really means too much for this game. Just thought it was an interesting fact. Um, I but, mean, Trey, Trey Hendrickson's um, pretty good. That's going to be a good matchup between him and um, Teron Armstead. Which uh, that's something with the injury report. I think Armstead's questionable, isn't he? Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah, uh, I, I would. I feel like he plays, and I feel like two is going to play. I feel like all these guys in the Dolphins that are like those key injuries. I think they're all going to play, but but they do have yeah. some pretty key guys like Teron Armstead. Who's going to be? Uh, how, how are they going to be effective while playing injured? Yeah, also, exactly. Is... That's what I'm a little concerned about. So that, that this is just. I think the Dolphins are due for a loss. Like the three and zero, it's a good story, but like I'm, they should have lost to the Bills last week. The Bills like. They beat them in every statistical category. They they out like the time of possession. They have not forty points. minutes. Hey, listen, but not points. You know what? I'm just having your Patriots argument, except this argument's actually valid, and I have logic. <laughs> um, I told you. I said I think the Dolphins are going to win for some reason, but well, I, I the reason was I, dumb, and I don't like it. My, mostly, my mostly win because of the I'm week. salty for parlays. So, <laughs> but uh, my, yeah, my no. win. I do. Uh, I do like the Bengals in this game. I think they're due. I think the Bengals are a good team. Started 0-2. I think they had that gate right spot against the Jets last week. So I think it just continues yeah, to improve. I, 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 totally, I totally respect that. I totally understand where you're coming from. I'm agreeing with you. Definitely. I think like I definitely love the over for tomorrow, though. That is one thing I really love. Um, even though it's a little high, 47 is kind of high for like a team that's hit the under three times. And like, you know. Dolphins are coming off like a, a game where it was 21 to 19 or whatever the score was. I like it. Um, moving on, we got the Vikings going against the Saints. Saints are plus two and a half home dogs uh, and total sitting at 43. Where's this game um, at, Drew? This game's in New Orleans. No, it's not. Wait, what? Where's the game at? Viking Saints? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, it's in London. Yes, sir. I didn't even realize that. Holy Got a shit. London game. 6.30 a.m. You up? I, I, I'm so down. I am so down. I woke up for the uh, Jacksonville one. I watched their first win. Oh, the home I team. Bet, London, and I bet yeah. them. I bet them that week, too. <laughs> I, I was so hyped. 
I didn't even realize that. That is actually very key information. I know. I, I didn't want you continuing not knowing that, which I was a little nervous just because I didn't know that either until I heard a podcast that said it. And I was like, okay, I definitely uh, did not know that. I saw a tweet and I thought it was a joke saying like, oh, like it's so sad the Queen died. She would have loved to watch Kirk Cousins and yeah. James Winston <laughs> slinging it. <laughs> I, yeah, but okay. Um, that changed a lot of the analysis I had for this game. Okay. I totally I, I totally was like, oh, last time they played. I should have just let you like dive in. And then at the, my last sentence says, oh, by the way, this game's London. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> last time these, uh, these teams played was Christmas of 2020. I don't know if you remember this game, but uh, Alvin Kamara scored six touchdowns in that game. Wait, when was the um, Minneapolis Miracle? That was... Uh, that was... I think 2018. Yeah, because you got to think Diggs was. Yeah, 2018. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I, I. So I mean, this stands. I don't know. Uh, if Kamara is going to play, I have a feeling he's going to. Um, just because he did last week. This is the same injury he's been dealing with. Yeah. Um. He had 15 carries coming off a, like a missed game, you know. Um, I think this could be a good get-right spot for him. The uh, the Vikings are eighth in rushing yards allowed and ninth in receiving yards allowed to the running back, uh, r- respectively. I like. I uh, I I think that if he gets his and I was looking like because there's been kind of panic like oh he's not putting up the fantasy numbers that he should be. I was looking at his yards per carry. Um, I know it's only on 21 carries this season, but he's in line with what he's been doing, which is like 4.4, 4.2 yards per attempt. Like, I mean, he's still playing like at that same efficiency that he was before. Um, I, I mean, I think it just comes down to like, will he be able to get up to like, you know, 20 carries or, or get thrown four or five passes in a game, you know? Right. Um, wh- what are you feeling on this game? I think how's Jameis doing? Because I was big on fading the Saints last week, just because I know Jameis was super banged up. Um, let me see. He's preparing to play despite missing practice Wednesday. Uh, Michael Thomas didn't practice on Wednesday. That's kind of big. I think Jarvis Landry's banged up a little bit too. Uh, Saints got a pretty they deep injury report. They, they got they're banged yeah. up all over the place. I don't think the Vikings are. I I like the Vikings in this spot. Um, I do too. It's I guess neutral playing field. I don't know uh, the the lean of those London fans who they're rooting for here, but uh, I guess y- y- Vikings would be a little more European, right? <laughs> so let's go with Vikings here. They're used to going to foreign foreign lands and conquering, yeah. And conquering, yeah. Whether they like it or not. So, <laughs> and, I, and I like this minus two and a half too. I I'm, I definitely lead in Vikings here. Um, Saints do have a good defense, and I think they're like third best against uh, you know passing yards, which seems to be the the identity that the Vikings are going for now. But uh, maybe you know. Maybe it's a bounce back spot for Kamara. Who knows? 
I do think it, it could be a bounce back spot for Kamara. Uh, they're not really putting out any Saints yards or any of that, which I totally understand on most books. Um, like to see what his rushing or receiving total would be at. Yeah. Um, but I, I would keep an eye out for that. And then if you see like a number you roughly like, one one prop I do like that that is up um, is uh, I saw 44 and a half on some sports books. I, I do like Adam Thielen 49 and a half. I know I've been high on him this year, but um, I mean, him and Justin Jefferson, I think that they both are going to get opportunities. But um, Justin Evans has been terrible in the slot. Uh, you know me. I love I love uh, any any opportunity in the slot. I love getting slotty. Uh, and the Vikings in this system, they do move their guys around a lot and try to find the right opportunity for them. Um, but uh, I also looked back at like that uh, matchup on Christmas to see how Justin Jefferson did against Marshawn Lattimore, and he got eight targets, four receptions for fifty-five yards. Then, um, and I mean, I think his total sitting at eighty-five and a half right now. Um, I, I I wouldn't be afraid to touch both uh Thielen and Justin Jefferson's receiving yards in this game because I think both of them can eclipse both of like each of their uh totals. But uh I I, I yeah I I mean I, I will always like Adam Thielen's yards. It hit in the last two or three games and I think the other one he would it was like five yards short. Like it's pretty close. Yeah. I feel like uh, he's, as, he, he's due. I mean, I don't – and Justin Jefferson, you can, I guess, argue that he's due, too. I know he had a huge week one, but, uh, yeah, Lattimore is a tough number draw. One, I think Thielen's been the top wide receiver the past two weeks. Maybe targets-wise. I think yards-wise, right? Probably. I mean, Justin Jefferson suddenly had, like, 40 yards, like, yeah, last games. week it wasn't wasn't the best game for him. Um, pro I mean, football. overall, Justin Jefferson is still the yardage leader just because he had absolutely insane week one. Absolutely, but, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I uh, where? Uh, yeah, on the season, Jefferson has twenty nine targets, two hundred forty six yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, past two weeks, though, he had twelve targets week two, six targets week three. Thielen's got 19 targets, 149 yards, and a touchdown. So yeah, Thielen Thielen led week two in receiving yards, and he led. He did not. KJ Osborne led in week three, but uh, it was 73 yards for KJ Osborne, 61 for Thielen. So he, I mean, he's he's still getting his numbers. He's kind of getting in reps because the Eagles game i was really shocked that they weren't exploiting uh and using Thielen more and then once they did i know it was garbage time but he picked up those yards right away i mean he almost got a touchdown uh in that game that would have won me some money i definitely was betting on Thielen. i uh i'm, I'm all for these other options because i know that there's gonna be a lot of focus on on justin jefferson each week i think that there, there's good value in getting plus money at, at, at the guy the other guy like the mm -hmm. other guy in the room yeah um do we got a Granted, touchdown yeah. props for this game? Uh, I I mean, I think I just like the yards. I don't really have a touchdown score. Kamara's I mean, like, due. Kamara's due. He's getting in the end. Oh, oh, Kamara, absolutely. If he plays, I do. I do think that he bounces back. Uh, no, no touchdowns on the year. Vikings. That's like 
one position there. I mean, they're actually their defense isn't hasn't been amazing this year, but they're allowing no, a touchdown a game to the running back position. They uh not, Mark not fantastic. Mark yeah, Mark Ingram's gonna vulture it or yeah, watch Taysom Hill start playing and <laughs> get the handoff and little option in there, but no, I would uh I would bet Alvin Kamara to get a touchdown this week. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. All right, so moving on, we got a matchup that's going to be very sexy. Um, the Bills going against the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are plus three at home. They're home dogs. Total sitting at fifty one, and I think that's a perfect total or a perfect spread, like perfect line. Same. Same. I I love. Uh, okay, now what's really funny. You're the Bills love the have, this week. The Bills have never won a game in Baltimore. Here we go. All right, so I'm taking the Bills. But <laughs> I think I, I I wrote my notes. I think that secondary is a butter biscuit waiting to be toasted. All right. I, I think I think that Josh Allen uh, is going to throw it all over that that a uh, that I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that it's going to be a fun game to watch because. It's it's I mean, again, how is this not like the Sunday night game? I, I understand. understand. Let's get this right. I understand. Yeah, like Brady and Mahomes, but dude, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, right now the two like, the MVP front runners. Like yes, the the, the it, two quarterbacks playing the best football right now. Yeah. They're playing the best football right now. I don't understand. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. The name value Mahomes Brady, but it's like, we already watched Brady on, on Sunday night football week one. Like, I don't think that we were like, Oh, we need to watch him again with a, a, a team that lost. Like it was just like a, such a lackluster game uh, against the Packers last week, but the, the bills, this bills team, I would keep an eye out on, I want to look at his number now that I, I can look at it. Um, I would love, to look at rushing receiving yards. Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis over 49 and a half yards. I think that's a good number. I I uh I I forgot the name. Their their corner that they line up on the right side. Uh it's it's not Humphrey? Marlon Humphrey. Not Mar not not Humphrey. It was this um I forgot no, who I mean, it was. Marcus but... Peters is back. Oh, he he's been injured last couple weeks, right? It lasts like year. This is like this first oh. game, like a year. He played. Oh, he played. Oh he got God. a pick. I think this last game. I didn't even realize. I uh, I was just going yeah. based off stats. I was looking at. Um, uh, but Peters I I, I, I still like Gabriel Davis yards. I mean, again, dude. Again, they're not even offering props, and this they're not they're not even offering a number right now on DraftKings, and that just. Proves my point. Isaiah McKenzie, dude. There's so Good much boy. value. There's so much value in the slot wide receiver. And I, I think especially him. He's very good. He's him. He's 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 him. He's, he's him. That's all the analysis I need. And uh I think it was uh um it was Williams, uh their their corner Demarion Williams. Wait for who? Or, uh, um, uh, Ravens. They do have someone named Demar He's like a third string corner. 
Yeah. Okay. No, he's been in the slot. That dude, mm. he's their slot. Yeah, he's been in the slot a lot. And also, he he was he was in the uh, right right corner spot. That was who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, they are getting Marcus Peters back, so that that could be some relief for them. But uh, Marcus means... Peters is prone to letting up a lot of yardage. He's the he's he's the OG Trayvon Diggs, where he gets all the picks, but he lets up all the yards. So I'd still feel True. very comfortable betting the yards over. I, I still like Gabriel Davis over 49 and a half. I just also like Isaiah McKenzie when you're putting a uh uh slot wide or slot corner that's allowed as much as uh he, Williams did. Um more than fair. More than fair. Yeah, because of course Baltimore allowed the most passing yards in the league so far up to this point. I mean, who who do you think who do you have to win this game? I got Bills, and I know it's like the chalky pick, but I, I I think they're pissed off from last week. And when I say so, when I say they should have won the game, just listen to this discrepancy. So last oh. week against the Dolphins, they outgained in total yardage, total yardage, four hundred ninety-five yards to two hundred twelve. First downs, thirty-one to fifteen. Time of possession, forty minutes to nineteen minutes. Like they absolutely dominated the game. And I think they just had some crucial mistakes. And to be fair, I didn't watch the full game. I was at work. So I saw like little clips here and there and like the the exciting plays. And I saw that like Josh Allen uh, ducked Isaiah McKenzie, ironically, in the end zone where he they could have won the game right there. But uh, I just I think that the the way this game similar to the Dolphins uh, Bengals, I think this game favors the Bills matchup wise. Like you said, Ravens allowing the most yardage to. By by far allowing the most yardage, uh, passing yardage, which I know the two a game didn't help, but uh, and the Bills defense, I think they have a top three defense against every statistical category. I think you know passing yardage, running yardage, receivers. I I think right. they're they're just a top three defense, right? So now Lamar is a unique dude where you kind of just throw stats out the window and. Yeah, what, passing yards won't he'll, matter. He'll he'll do whatever it takes to get the job done, right? Whether it's with his legs or his arm, whatever. He'll find the weakness in the defense, and I I agree. I do think it's going to be more of a shootout. But I, if we, uh, you're only giving me three, not even three and a half. I'm going to go with the Bills minus three, and I think I would take yeah, even with three. And Josh a half. Allen, Josh Allen's yardage props right now set at two eighty one and a half. I'm taking the over there. Yes. Absolutely, I totally agree. I yeah, I think that they're going to air it out on them. We're in a lot, we're a lot more agreement right now uh, than and, last week. I, I and another thing, another receiving prop I like. I do agree with Gabe Davis. The the one thing I'm worried about with him is injuries. Uh, I know he's coming back. He he played last right. week, but I know he's playing a little hurt. What I do right. like is uh, I like Singletary. I like his over receiving yards because his line's really low right now. It's thirteen and a half. And the Ravens, oh, wow. the Ravens allow 54 receiving yards to the uh, running back position. So, and, total and, or in a game? Uh, per game. Per game. Per game. Wow. Per game. And it's not, wow. it's not particularly close right now with receiving targets. Like Singletary is by far number one running back getting the targets. He's number one at 17. Then we got Zach Moss at eight, James Cook at six, Reggie Gilliam at six. So, yeah, I think it's gonna. I like. I like that prop. You can do that one catch, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I respect that. I, I like that uh, a lot. Um, 
big Singletary guy since uh, someone caught him in our fantasy league. I can't believe that. Yeah, and then I was, was like, he like oh, the number yeah. one running back last week. I mean, I don't think he was, but I know he had a. Great he put up. Last he week. put up a lot, and I didn't start him. <laughs> I, I oh no. I. Uh, and I and I, I should have. I, I think I would have won if I did, of course. But I had just picked him up. I was like, do they know something I don't? And then I was like, I'll just I'll leave him on the bench. Um, but yeah, I actually totally agree. I think Singletary, you know, it's he's kind of finding a part to be finding a way to be part of this offense when he's you know catching passes a lot more effective than uh than I mean than he is as a runner just because it seems like they're not. I mean. Bills have never really been an effective running team, uh, unless it's Josh Allen. Right, right. Um, I, I oh, I guess yeah. I'm also on the Bills spread, and uh, I think I I would lean the over, uh, over fifty. I think it's fifty one. Think, yeah, over fifty one. I would also lean that. Um as well so moving on we got the eagles were dealing with one revenge game last week they got another revenge game this week they got doug peterson going against the eagles all right trevor lawrence uh did he face off against (laughs) no no not not yet i didn't even watch that game to be honest but um Dude, they whooped they whooped the Chargers. That I had a feeling they were gonna win that game. I really did. Not not in the statement that they did. Not at all. But yeah, they kicked their ass. I mean Herbert. Well, we'll talk about that moving forward, but like, dude, I would be concerned betting on the Chargers moving forward with all their injuries too. Absolutely. Yeah. Classic Chargers, man. This is just what happens with them. Dude, it's it's rough. I yeah, I think that this is definitely a rough go for them. But I you know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But uh, for this game, Eagles are sitting uh, minus six and a half at home, uh, minus two sixty. I think, like, you know, I think I think this line—they're trying to tempt you, man. I think they're trying to tempt you with this line, trying to be like, "Hey, it's minus six and a half on the road last week against Washington, and they whooped their ass." Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to take minus six and a half, dude? This Jaguars team. They, they're not bad. Uh, I mean, like I was looking at some of their stats. I think the only thing I could say is um, they allow a lot of yards to the running back. Uh, I think they're up there in allowing uh, yards to the running back. Um, it is. Uh, it's actually the opposite. Oh, receiving yards. It was receiving. Oh, receiving yards. yards. Yes. There's the I, second. I, I they're at, second against rushing yards, but right, yeah, right, and, and and that was against. I mean. That was against the Colts. That was against, right. uh, um, I mean, Austin Eckler. Those are, I mean, big yeah, matchups to, to shut down the running back. I meant in receiving yards. You're right. They're dead uh, last. They're dead last against receiving yards to the running back. Six and, and they haven't been punished yet with, like, any touchdowns allowed that that way. But, you know, um, but that's not really a huge part of the Eagles game. Uh, I, I'm not I, – I didn't look too much into this. I didn't, I didn't have too much uh, research on this, so I don't know how – great their secondary is the jaguars secondary is um but going off it i i mean like i probably won't touch this game too much like i probably won't really bet this game i would lean 
I would lean Jaguars plus six and a half. I kind of think that like, you know, a little bit of like, yeah, I kind of, I think they might be, you know, you kind of wish you could get seven, maybe seven and a half. And it looks like, I mean, it's sitting at minus one Oh five right now. So maybe there's a chance that it kind of dips over there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the Eagles are for real. They did prove they were for real. I know it was Washington, but they they embarrassed a Washington offense that looked good. I mean, and competent before that game. You know. Uh, also, yeah, like Jaguars faced off against Washington, and they had a close game. But I don't, I don't really take that too much into account for this. Like, you know, that's like doing MMA math, like with this, where it's like. Like, oh, yeah, well, they beat them by this much. So, the, like, you know, it's it's all about how they match up. I, uh, I'll i ignorantly take plus six and a half. What about you? Yeah, I would venture to say the Jags just aren't not bad. I think they're good. I think they're going to win this division, honestly. I think uh, it's just tre- it's trending that way. I the Colts might have woken up a little bit. We'll see. I think that they have also been struggling with injuries, but I do like the Jaguars, man. I think their defense is pretty frisky. They're well coached now. Imagine uh, it's crazy the difference coaching makes. It's a little important, wouldn't you say? It's who would have thought? Yeah, but uh, I would agree with you. Uh, my boy Christian Kirk just hitting his overs every week. Let's to uh, Drew Chagrin. <laughs> they're uh this mediocre room of receivers turns out uh you know they're, they're still mediocre but they're good at the same time you you want to know why you want to know why christian kirk hits his overs slot wide receiver slot wide receiver boy. uh yeah i mean they're so so are you you saying you're on the jags for this game i'm saying and on the inverse when on you know our episode to preview the season I had the Eagles as like dark horse, like Super Bowl team. And I thought, I think I said they're, we're going to be like the last win or undefeated team, possibly. But that was also taken into account. I thought the Jags were going to be bad. So I thought this would be a win. So I still lean Eagles win this game. I'm probably not going to touch the spread at all. I agree with you. But just because it is so many points. I think the Eagles are riding high a little bit, 3-0. and um, Maybe they sleepwalk a little bit into this game. Right. But, you know, I could see this being a field goal game or close or Jags getting that backdoor cover. Where it's I, like a moral like I said, victory. Yeah. Moral victory for the Jags. Right. So I do, I do think it's going to be – it's interesting. I don't really know an angle for this one. Like, I don't know – Yeah. I, yeah there's no, like – edge or anything that i'm seeing and like all the the you know the defensive yardage allowed and all that stuff so i'm just gonna go with jags plus six and a half i think eagles win but i'm likely not betting it yeah no i totally agree i'm i'm not i'm not really gonna touch this game i think like total sitting around i could see this like being a weirdly offensive game like where it's just like kind of like a shootout or something like that um but yeah, I agree. It's like it's a lot of points. Still wouldn't touch it. Like, but if I'm leaning, um, moving on, we got the Commanders going against the Cowboys. Commanders looking to bounce back from last week's horrific performance, and and uh, Cowboys riding high on Cooper Rush. They're minus three at home. Total sitting at forty one. 
I know there's potential. They're talking about Dak said, oh, I could be back. I don't think he's going to be back. There's, uh, yeah, there's, they're, they're rough, not going to rush him back. Uh, no they have no reason to rush him back. Uh, like, you know, the stakes are so fucking low for this game. Um, like, you know, they, they can be competitive with Cooper Rush. It's I, I know it's a divisional game. I know it's an NFC East game. But I kind of like the over 41. I, I kind of like over 41 in this game. I mean, like, I just think that there's potential that these, like, that offense can get going for the Cowboys. And then, I mean, because, like, I think it's looking at both these teams, like, oh, eight points last week. Uh, oh, the Cowboys were in, like, a, it was a field goal game for a good part of that. I think maybe people are feeling like it's going to be a low scoring affair with the divisional matchup on top of that. Give me the, give me over 41. Um, I like that. Um, and then I'm going to lean with commanders plus three. Um, I, I think that they can bounce back. I think it could be a field goal game. And I, and I kind of, I will take Carson Wentz over Cooper rush hot take. Hot take. I will Ooh. still take Cooper or uh, Carson Wentz over Cooper Rush. What about you? Yeah, this game's gross. I don't know who I want to pick. Um, I'm leaning Cowboys. Commanders just looked so bad last week. Granted, they were playing a way better team, but this game seems a little more evenly matched. Uh, Cowboys riding a little high. I The Cowboys defense is legit, though. Which I thought that was a little fluky last year, and I thought like you know you saw you saw the fantasy stats like that like you know, they were number the one fantasy defense and they're great all this, and it's like eh that was all propped up by like those Trayvon Diggs you know interceptions and pick sixes and all that stuff but like defense looks legit and Micah Parsons is like top five defense deep, player in the NFL like he's I mean deep yeah, right like, now I, I, it's I mean. insane so I am gonna go Cowboys minus three. I just I'm not seeing it with the commanders. Like I think it could end up being one of those games where the commanders offense gets going late. Like, and that seems to be how they're kind of going lately. Like, I think the first two games, um, they were down and then they sparked a little comeback and Carson Wentz kind of hits a stride like in the second half. Didn't happen at all last week. So maybe that happens this week, but I would definitely be leading Cowboys minus three. And just taking a look at like where the commanders are susceptible here. I would probably be leaning to take some, some props for uh, the Cowboys overs. Like I like Cooper rush. I like his over. It's pretty low. It's at two twenty nine and a half. which he went over. I think last week. No, he went over that week two against the Bengals. Um, reason I say that commanders are allowing 290 yards passing. Uh, oh, no, okay. Third. Third worst in the NFL. Uh, would also be interested to see CD lines land. Uh, CD lines. <laughs> CD Lamb's lines. Um, they're usually pretty low, or they have been. Like last last yeah, year, like fifty five and a half. Now. Yeah, I don't see it. That's interesting because they have the running back lines out. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. Just because also commanders allowing, I guess this kind of ties in with passing yards, but third worst against uh, wide receiver uh, receiving yards as well, 217 per game. 
Michael Gallup is probably coming back this game, so maybe that eats into Noah Brown and CD Lamb props. But would be interested interested to see what CD's uh, line opens at. Yeah, I know. I totally understand. Like, uh, I I mean, I think also people are gonna be down on him because like he ended up saving his performance like fantasy wise with the get uh, that touchdown grab right. Yeah, with um, that insane one hand grab. Uh, I love that he makes that catch, but he drops a wide open sixty yard touchdown that would have won me like three hundred bucks on a first touchdown. But I'm not bad about it. Don't worry, uh, where I'm totally fine with it. But yeah, I, uh, I mean, like, I think yeah, this is gonna be like a weirdly offensive game. I, I still like the over. I think like that, and then like you said, Cooper Rush over, Carson Wentz overs. I think like I could see both of those hitting. They're set relatively low. Um. Moving forward, we got the Seahawks going against the Lions. Lions are kind of banged up. Amon Ross St. Brown, he is – I don't think he practiced today. DeAndre Swift is – I don't think he practiced today. He's. They're talking about him taking two weeks off just to get right. Um, the Lions are minus four at home. Oh, excuse me. And the total is sitting at 48 for this game. Kind of a high total, I think, for uh, the Seahawks offense. I mean, the Seahawks team, like, uh, I think they've been pretty effective in the red zone. Um, I think, or I could be wrong. Maybe they're just very ineffective in the red zone themselves. Um, Let me pull it up. Um, where are these stats? Um, either way, um, I was going to say about this game, um, Amon Ra, Revenge Tour. We were talking about it a little bit before. Dwayne Eskridge was drafted before, even though I think Dwayne Eskridge, I, I was kind of a fan of in college. Um, so if he plays, he's a lock for a touchdown. Um, and I, 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 I want to look at where Jamal Williams' props are. He, I do too. I know. I want to see that. Yeah, so they don't have any yards out yet for him. Um I love, I love this um, 62 and a half for uh, Tyler Lockett. I think he, I think he clips that. I think he, he's going to or, or eclipse that, whatever. Uh, he's going to, big word. He's going to hit that over. Mike Hughes is one of the, uh, uh, he's the slot corner for the Lions. Allowed a lot of yards, kind of a liability. They use Lockett a lot in the slot. That was a that rhymed a little too much, uh, <laughs> but I like his props. I also, if Almond Raw is out, I would say I I would want to touch. I would want to touch. Touch it. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, anytime touchdown. 
Seahawks are not great against the tight end. Maybe just his yards. Maybe even just his yards alone. Um, it's a good opportunity for him. Um, that being said, minus four. I think I'm kind of still going with a minus four, even though they're banged up. I know it's not like a full point or a field goal, you know, like what we would hope. But I could see them kind of, uh, you know, that environment. The Lions look like they have a, a, a pretty dedicated fan base now. Like it seems pretty riled up. The hard knock fives, man. It's working. Yeah. I think that's the first time like I've seen like hard knocks like really change, like help change a team's culture. Like Honestly. where like everyone's like, yeah. Like I like coming out for the city. Like, I mean, that 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 has to be probably the best uh hard knocks uh season of all time. Like um Dan Campbell's just amazing. But what about you? Where are you out in this game? Yeah, this one I'm struggling with. I, you know, before realizing the injury report was as deep as it is, I had Lions as my uh, survivor pick. I, you know, said it, forget it. I was like, oh, how is this line only four? And then you realize, okay, yeah, I forgot. Swift's not playing. St. Brown might not be playing. They're just banged up at key positions. But like you said, I'm still going to, I got to take our Lions here. Minus four. I just, I, I don't think the Seahawks are a good team. I think Lions right. are a good team. And uh, Lions kind of need to get right game. They had a little heartbreaker last week. They should have beat the Vikings. They were kind of commanding that game the whole time and then let the Vikings come from behind. So I think they are due for a get right game. Like you said, at home, I love Jamal Williams. I want to, I really want to see what his props open at. Uh, Seahawks are pretty bad against a running back position in general. I think they allow like 130 yards rushing on the ground. I think they allow like 40 yards receiving. So, I'd probably be taking like every Jamal Williams over. Um, like you said too, I'd be interested to see what Hawkinson opens at. Uh, has Hawk really done anything this year? Let me see. Uh, I don't think he's been horrible, but he hasn't been amazing. He's been like just meh, like mid 38 yards, 26 yards, 18 yards. Right. He with a t- touchdown, he had a touchdown week last one. week. And he's gotten those targets. I mean, seven targets in last two weeks. Or uh, not last two weeks. I got it wrong. So he did score a touchdown last week. Last week, yeah. That was – oh, dude. I I had a touchdown parlay. I I think I forgot to talk about this. No, I threw together. And I I don't think I can be mad about it because I think Kittle didn't – I mean, I know Kittle didn't get in the end zone. I think he was part of it. But – I had Alexander Madison uh, anytime touchdown. That was like something I felt really good about. Where the fuck is this? Um, where is this touchdown? Alexander Madison. I didn't touch Hawk. I, I thought I put Hawkinson in there. I, I, I must have been close. But Alexander Madison, Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, and Kyle Pitts both couldn't get it in. But Damn. I mean – I felt very good about hitting Alexander Madison. He was a plus two twenty. I thought there was great value there. Granted, I mean, Dallas, I, didn't even, I don't even. Yeah, remember. he did. Oh, nice. Yeah, he did. Uh, after, I think Cook went out of the game, but yeah, because there's just a lot of value. I was like, dude, you're giving me value with a guy who's getting like, he was getting just as enough, uh, just uh, just as much a uh, red zone carries. Yeah. As like uh, Dalvin Cook, I know Cook's obviously the one, but there, I mean, there was value in getting the plus two twenty. Um. 
But yeah, for this game, I mean, like Jamal Williams, fucking, he's going to, I think he's going to be great. I mean, he was getting goal line carries before. I, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to bring in, um, who's their other, their third string running back? Um, uh, what's it? Craig Reynolds? Craig Reynolds. Um, I wonder if they bring him in for like some all purpose, you know, like just getting picking up yardage. He's be, so, he's gonna become the Jamal Williams. Yeah, he's gonna be the Jamal to, uh, Williams. To Jamal Williams is DeAndre Swift. And dude, I love Jamal Williams too. That's what I, he, sucks. Who doesn't? I, he's yeah. one of the most likable players in the NFL. Yeah, like, he's he's, he's just, seriously he's awesome. so likable. Um, you, you see, he got uh, trouble in trouble for too many pumps this past week when he scored. Oh, he actually did. I, yeah. I thought that was just a joke. He did I, like I, that. I <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I I saw it on Twitter, so maybe he didn't even yeah. get in trouble. But <laughs> that no, that that's hilarious though. Um, yeah. Also, I think it was like DJ Chark. He was starting to kind of like show up in this offense. Um, I think he was. Yeah. I mean, he 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 must not. No, he he did play week two. Um. Either way, I think uh, you know they're. Chark might have some value if Amon Ra's out. Um, kind of depends how they use him, but definitely on the Seahawks or Lions. I mean, um, next game we got the Jets going against the Steelers. Steelers got a little bit extra rest. The Jets uh, are, I think, getting Zach Wilson back. Steelers are minus three at home. Total sitting at forty-one and a half. This is a game I don't want to touch. It just it, it's icky. I don't like it. It's a pretty gross game. I know. Not a fan myself. Um yeah, probably won't be touching the line. My my I think I just am falling victim to this. I just am leaning Steelers blindly every week and just I'm trusting in Tomlin. I don't know. Is, is right. Ben busy? Can, can we get him back? I mean, maybe we owe him an apology. I don't. Well, he owes a lot of people apologies for different things, but maybe we owe him an apology <laughs> for saying. No, he was definitely watched. I don't owe him shit. Kenny Pickett game, possibly. If you lose to the Jets, it's Kenny Pickett time. I'm sorry, it just is. Uh, you know what's so funny is I like. I know that yeah, there's a lot of a lot of blame on True right now. I don't know how much how how much better it's going to get without him. Um. Uh, like if, if if you put in Pickett, I know that they just want something different, but like uh, I don't know if you saw, uh, like Ben Roethlisberger was like he he was saying he's, he's like oh I knew once they right? took Kenny in the offensive line. Oh yeah, yeah. well no he did, and then there was this other video that I just saw today where he's like oh, I knew when they took Kenny that the Boo Birds were going to be coming out on True and that there was going to be a short release with the fans and they're going to be calling for him and. And all that, like calling for him to uh, lose the starting job, and he goes, "I don't think it's justified yet. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair yet. Like, you got to give uh, Trubisky some time." Um, granted, yeah, if they lose right. this game, then you start to kind of panic a little bit. Well, now I'm super confident. Uh, I'm fading Ben. I'm fading anything that guy says. So it's Kenny Pickett time. Give me his overs. I. Oh, oh God! What are you gonna say? Uh, this is a long pause. <laughs> I think I think the Steelers can get right here. Yeah, this is like a too. spot, but I, that's only if Flacco plays. I'm on the Jets. If he's Flacco plays, to. I'm. He's not going to. But if he did, 
I'm on the Jets. Um, I actually really like uh, Brees Hall over 38 and a half rushing yards. I, I think that's that kind too. of yeah. I think that's kind of like when when you're just looking at it, it's like yeah. I I think the Jets. No, they got ran over with. I mean, or um, not Jets. I mean, uh, Steelers got ran over with Chubb. You know, Steelers, they weren't able to stop them. They're allowing their fourth worst, allowing 121 uh, rushing yards to the running back position. It's Love not it. the same defense. It's just not the it's same not, defense. Yeah. No and also, who knew? It makes a difference. And also, um, Brees Hall, he, uh, in like, I think he's hit, he hit over 38 and a half in all three games. No, Has he really? I'm wrong. Uh, Last two games. Um, I mean, by one yard last game, of course. But he – actually, I would be tempted to take uh, – what's his combined yardage? I don't know if they offer that. Receiving mm-hmm. yards, they – that's an interesting line. They have him at 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's had six receptions in two games. One reception in uh, in week two, and thirty eight yards in week one, fifty three yards. Yeah, in, uh, I actually week three. Do they have Michael Carter's uh, receiving props up too? Thirteen and uh, a half. Thirteen and a half. I would weirdly maybe take them both because Steelers yeah. are allowing forty three receiving yards to the running back position. This is kind of insane. Listen to the uh, the targets here. For uh, each week, Michael Carter, week one, 17 targets. Week two, 12 targets. Week three, 12 targets. That's good, right? He's clearly the uh, main option there. Brees Hall, week one, 12 targets. Week two, eight targets. Week three, 14 targets. Oh, but you know what? Here's, forget everything I just said. Zach Wilson's back. This is all Joe, Joe Flacco stats. I'm sad now. Never mind. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a change, but no, this seems better with Joe Flacco. Where's Flacco? Give us it, Flacco. I, Flacco was picking. Honestly, it. I truly think, I truly think that this team needs some bet- veteran leadership, and I mean, like that's something that I, I think Flacco's just their Kurt Warner right now. He's he's just he's in his Kurt Warner era. He didn't have to bag groceries. Good for him. And I okay, so I'm going to change. I, I I don't even I don't want rushing yards. I don't want receiving yards. Give me Brees Hall. Rushing plus receiving yards over 60 and a half. He, there's only one game in the last three weeks that he didn't hit that, but you want to know how many yards he had? All 60. 60. That's, I mean, it, 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 that line is, they're baiting you, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take this rookie that, I mean, he's looked good. Yeah, it's a split backfield, but I, I think, I think that Brees Hall, he's going to get an opportunity, especially against a, a, a rushing defense that has not been good this year. Give me 60 and a half. As for this game, now I'm like leaning, I'm leaning Jets, but because Zach Wilson, I, ha- I, I have to, I have to stick with Steelers. I'm going to stick with Steelers. I'm sticking wouldn't with Steelers bet it too. Yeah. Wouldn't bet. Don't, don't really like the totals. Love that prop though. I'm, so man, why haven't we yeah. used DraftKings before? Because they actually have props out. It's amazing. This is uh, this is one of the best episodes we've ever had. It's gonna be one of the longest, but I'm down. 
last last uh yeah last week's was i think we're honestly at a quicker pace than last week's oh well um we got the uh chargers going against the texans um let me pull it uh texans are plus five and a half total sitting at 44. i could be kind of uh quick on this game i don't know about you i uh I don't really want to touch this game. Don't really like, I'm like, I would want to see what the chargers end up being. I think it opened around minus eight or something like that. And it's gone down to minus five and a half. The Texans have been in close games. They've been in like, I mean, if you think about it, tie to uh, start the season, then they lost by three to the, uh, to the bear. Oh, he lost by three to the bears, but also lost by three to the Broncos. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yes, I think it was only three to the Broncos. I could be wrong. Oh, it was seven. I'm so I'm so wrong. But it was a three point game most of that game. Yeah, that, it was. I mean, the, that was like the Boo Birds were out, and like it was just a field goal game the whole time. Right. And yeah, they were sticking was, in that game. Right. I would say, and that was an away game. Um, I, I mean, if if I have to lean, I'll, I'll say Texans plus five and a half, just because I think they're keeping it close. I know Damian Pierce is banged up. He he he's questionable for that game, but I, dude, I mean, if Brandon Cooks learned how to catch a fucking ball, I swear they would have they would have uh, beat the Bears. I mean, he had he had a touchdown pass hit him off the chest and it fly in the air. I think it got picked as a result. Seven targets, only two catches, um, and for twenty yards. That was one of my locks last week. Was Brandon Cook's receiving yards. I'm very bummed about that. But I did tell you about Chris Moore. That was not in the episode, but I don't think. But I did tell you about Chris Moore. I did feel you good did. about him. You did. Uh, if there was any yards offered, they obviously would not offer yards on a random slot <laughs> wide receiver. But uh, let's see if they have any props that look interesting. They're it's only offering only Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Yeah. All right. And I just looked. Yeah, right now. Uh, what what how do you, where are you at on this game? Uh, well, speaking of banged up, you know you know how it's like bolt up should be is like the Chargers like like a uh, catchphrase. I think it should be banged up instead. And their doctor is not helping. It's just like taking their own uh, players out. Like there might be a new lawsuit against him every week. But Rashawn Slater, kind of a big deal, out for the year. Joey Bosa, That's I think he's deal. out for. I don't know if it's the year, but he's getting surgery on, not on the great. groin region. <laughs> So uh not great. Ju- Justin Herbert, he's hurt. Uh this is not good and this is giving me like not the same vibes. I was going to say it's giving me the same vibes as Colts. Uh, granted, I I know I picked the Chiefs Colts as one of my locks, but I in hindsight I regretted it immediately. I kind of thought that was a trap game from the start with that five and a half line on the road like you're like the Chiefs are so much better. How come they're not favored by eight and a half? Well, because it's trappy. So that's kind of what I'm getting with this game except the, I don't know. The circumstances are a little different. I think this line is really reflected because of injuries, not so much that Vegas thinks it's a trappy line. With that said, yeah. though, I, I like if I had to lean away, I'm going Texas plus five and a half. Like they've been frisky all year. Chargers are super banged up in key positions. Um, if the Chargers killed the Texans, would I be surprised? No, but it's just they also the got killed last week. Yeah, they got killed last week as well. So. Maybe it's like the get right game where you're counting out. Oh man, they're all banged up, and 
oh man, the Texans are a popular pick this weekend and the Chargers just opened the floodgates. But I don't know, man. You can only make picks based on what's going on. So I'm going to go with Texans plus five and a half. However, yeah. I will say I really, really want to see what Austin Eckler's lines open at because he has not been having a good year at all. So I could see this being a huge get right spot for him. I would be looking to trade for him in fantasy this week, probably, because, you know, dude is drafted in the first round for a reason. He's super talented. He was the RB2 in most fantasy leagues last year. I mean, he was you a know. touchdown machine. Yeah. And, but like this year, right? So week one, 14 attempts for 36 yards. Week two, 14 attempts, 39 yards. Last week, four attempts for five yards. Dude's averaging like two yards a carry. Terrible. Well, right. nothing it like has... a get-right game versus the Texans, who are allowing 159 yards on the ground, uh, dead last in the NFL. So I could see Eckler's line being at like you know 60 or something. I would I would definitely bet the over here, especially with Justin Herbert being a little banged up. I, I think Keenan Allen's coming back this week, or did he play last? That's week? true. Uh, he... No, I don't think Keenan Allen did play last week. Let me look it up. No, he did not. So, you know, maybe with Keenan Allen coming back, that opens up the running game a little bit with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being able to, uh, you know, be a threat that they can't load the box. And uh, Eckler's going to get some yardage here, but we'll see. I Yeah, like you said, I'm not huge on spreading this game. Uh, but if I had to lean one way, it would be Texans plus five and a half. But really, really interesting props. So, uh, DraftKings, yes. the, the one game we need you. But that's just because of all those injuries. Uh, yeah, I yeah, guess we, we can move on. We got the Browns going against the Falcons. Um, uh, let's see. Falcons are plus one and a half um, at home. I, I'm i kind of surprised that the line is this close. I, I kind of just off eyeball. Uh, I'm going to go kind of Browns. I'm leaning Browns minus 120. Um I didn't, I didn't look into this game too much, so I'm not exactly sure how they they match up on what they do very well, you know? Um, but I know that Falcons offense is frisky. They can stay in games. So it's going to be close, but I'm like, I think I think I would just kind of take uh, Brown's money line in this. What about you? Yeah, man, the Falcons are the, the weird team. I think we're both, like, on this year. Like, we we like them. They're, like, the darling team that, like, might win five games, but we like them every week. I, I don't know. So, it, it's hard betting against them, but I kind of think I'm on the Browns, too. I think I just have to admit the Browns are better than I thought they were going to be. I thought the Browns were going to be, like, a 6-7 win team this year. It seems like they're going to be pretty good, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I'm kind of shocked that this is only minus one and a half for the Browns, to be honest. Um, so that does make me a little nervous, but I, yeah, man, I like you, I didn't really do too much digging on this one. I would just go kind of logic of saying Browns are going to be, you know, what what's the money line minus 120 you said? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would just pay that juice instead of getting the one and a half, I guess. But let me see if there's any crazy trends that stick out really quick. I don't think there's going to be. Was Chuck? Uh, Cordero Patterson. Was Chuck, I think was uh, 
I just realized you can't just Google Chubb on its own. Um, yeah, you can. Sure you can. I do it all the time. No, he's fine. For some reason, I thought maybe he was banged up. Let me see. Browns. Falcons don't have a crazy injury report. Oh, how about Miles Garrett? We didn't even talk about that. Right, getting in a car accident. Yeah. Not great. Uh, no. And is he just questionable for this game? Yeah, they're listing was questionable. You didn't practice, obviously, but yeah, I uh I don't know. Could be like the Cam Newton thing, you know, when Cam Newton mm. got in that car accident. It looked pretty rough. Body's okay. Um, it just said he didn't break any bones, but I don't know if there's any other injuries with that. What what else comes with that? But yeah, yeah, I don't think we need to dig too much into this. I'm not seeing any crazy trends like, or anything like that. I think right. I would go with Brown's money line. Um, yeah, I don't know if any maybe under forty nine. Maybe under forty nine. That that's another one. Um, moving on, we got the Titans going against the Colts. Divisional matchup. Colts coming off their upset win. Um, Titans coming off their uh, fucking really close game. They let the uh, Raiders come back, and then they uh, held on for that one. Um, I'm so sorry, but um, it's a. Uh, I was gonna say. Let me pull it up. Um, the uh, Colts are favored minus three. Uh, I think that like, and and also the total is only sitting at forty two and a half, which I feel is very low. Um, I know it's a divisional matchup. I know that these offenses have looked mediocre, um, but I do have some. I I do have some numbers. This was one I did research on. Here we go. Here my we homework. Go. Titans have allowed the fourth most points per drive in the league at 2.44. Colts have the worst offense in the league at 1.14 points a drive. Let's so go. this is this is like, you know, this is going to be hilarious just to see how these two clash. Um and in uh Titans are sixth. The Titans offense and the Colts offense are sixth and first, respectively. Titans are 28%. Uh, Colts are 22% of their possessions leading to any score. So that is any score, field goal, whatever. That being said, 42.5 is very low. That's a very low total. In the last five years, They've only had a, a game that went under 43 three times. And very, like, close. Uh, sorry. I heard something. Um, very close uh, to, like, around that total. I think it's just a high-scoring rivalry. Um, I don't know about uh, where you're at on this game, but – I like the over. I don't know about who I want, who I think wins, but I do like the over. What about you? Oh, wait, you're muted. 
Oh, my bad. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, dude. I have no idea who I like in this game. I I'm leading Colts just because they're at home. They got that win last week, so maybe that takes like a little pressure off them. Hopefully, Michael Pittman is back in a healthier way this week. Um. I know the Titans are pretty bad against the run. I think. Let me see. They yeah. They, uh, what was it? They're fifth worst yardage wise. So they allow 120 yards rushing per game. So could be a big Jonathan Taylor game. Right. Which I, I know he's kind of been slow the past two uh, weeks. So he's had 54 yards week two, 71 week three. So who, maybe this is just that get right spot for the Colts. And they just end up killing the Titans. And, you know, Titans are coming off that. Um, yeah, the, the most... Uh, Raiders, like I said, the Raiders are not capable of playing a normal game. They were they pulled a reverse Raiders where they were down by 14 and a half, made a comeback, and lost in heartbreaking fashion. So maybe Titans are, you know, riding that high from there. They got their win. They also got the monkey off their back. And now the reality check is uh, you know, the Colts they look a little weak this year this year. So, you know, we're gonna go upset them, and then Jonathan Taylor just has like 200 yards and two touchdowns. So I can see that <laughs> happening. Yeah, I I, I can too. So I lean the Colts direction, uh, but I'm not confident in that whatsoever. Yeah, I I totally understand. I, I could see like I mean both these offenses have just looked mediocre this year, but if you're talking about talent, the Colts obviously have a more talented offense. Uh mm-hmm. I mean with Pittman and, and Taylor. Um, I mean I know there's Derrick Henry, of course, but like Burks, we're waiting for him to kind of come into his own. He hasn't really had a breakout game to the extent mm-hmm. that we were like we're, we're hoping for. And I'm, I mean, I think, I think that's why I'm like, I, I lean Colts. I definitely love the over, over 42 and a half. I think that's very low book it. Uh, I'm ready to move on. If you are. Yeah. I'm good. Um, we got a game. I also did homework for this one. Bears are going into New York against the giants. You're choosing some really weird games. I was going down in order, and then I started, and then I started skipping ahead uh, to to um, try and get primetime games in there. But I, I only got Sunday night football. Uh-huh. Um, Giants minus three at home, thirty nine and a half is the total. These are two teams that equally run the ball. Well, not equally run the ball. The Bears obviously run the ball a lot more effectively. Um, I have here, so. They don't have good rushing defenses, and I think Iberflus would rather die than throw the ball more than 15 times. So for that reason, I mean, like, this is a running back game. Like, I I, I, I want to see what their props are. Uh, but, like, I know Montgomery's banged up. He might not play. I doubt he plays. Yeah, so it's going to be Khalil Herbert. Uh, Justin Fields is sitting at 37 and a half. That's the only one they're offering right now um, for the, for the bears of, of running backs and uh, Saquon sitting at 81 and a half, a little high, but I think, I think he can, I think he can uh, reach that. I, but I'm leaning bears in a slug fest. I, th- I think that, I mean, what it comes down to is I do think Justin Fields is better than Daniel Jones. I know a lot of people are down on him. People are growing impatient, but it's just such a weird system that we're watching. Like, I mean, I don't know 
what what goes into the decision making to only throw the ball like 40 times or less than 40 times throughout like the uh um how many how many passing attempts has he completed like 26 or 23 he's, like he's completed like 23 through three weeks which is insane and i don't know i don't know what goes into that maybe they open it up more i think i looked at it half of his like passing yards i think this uh season has come from play action plays like that doesn't not surprise me. not amazing but i think they just commit to that run um you know, I know, I know he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in the last couple weeks, but dude, maybe he maybe he gets one done. Maybe he gets one this week. Let's see, minus one seventy five. I don't know about that. I don't know if I want to throw it low down. Throw down. I kind of juice. On, <laughs> I was like, it sounded good when I said it out loud, but I'm like, right. ah, minus one seventy five. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I almost would be tempted to take under uh, under on his interceptions. Uh, I know he's thrown one in each of the games, but I'm like, dude, they might just be running the ball so much they don't even have to throw. <clears throat> what about you? Where are you at on this game? Yeah, this game's going to be ugly. Um, I think both play styles and injuries and everything is going to fall into exactly like you said, what these teams are, uh, what they want to do. And also what the defenses are not good at defending and that's run. So I think it's just going to be one of those really slow moving. It's probably going to be like six to three heading into the fourth quarter and who's going to get that one key turnover stop. And yeah, it's going to be pretty ugly. Um, I, I would lean bears too. It just because I think these these teams are pretty. I I know everyone, uh, not everyone, but the Giants, you know, kind of like a darling team situation coming into the last week. Like they were two and zero. People thought they actually might be better than you know we thought going into the year, which still might be true. But the two and one battle of teams that no one thought would be two and one, which is right, you know, really interesting. It's like these teams are pretty evenly matched, so I guess I'd rather take the Bears getting points. Also, the Giants are just completely banged up. Um, by, by default, I want to see what uh, Richie James receiving props open at, just because he's the only man standing in that receiving room. Unless Wandale Robinson, if he's playing this week, I like him too. <laughs> but he's been banged up. Dude, I hope uh, he comes back. <laughs> I, I hope love so him. too. I'll bet his overs. We'll bet them together. How about that? Yes. And then uh, Sterling Shepard out for the year, obviously. Kenny Galladay out for the year. Not because of injury, just because he sucks. Uh, and <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. I, I, there's no one else to target. And I guess you could say the same thing with Chicago, but even Darnell Mooney, who I thought was going to have a great year just because he's getting all these targets, he's done absolutely nothing this year. Cole Komet done <laughs> absolutely nothing this year. Well, I, I just don't understand the Bears' offense whatsoever. So I, right, this game's going to make no sense. So in the game that makes no sense, I guess I'm just going to go with the underdog. Now looking back, I'm like, I think it's astounding. I hit a uh, uh, EQ. Uh, it was a EQ over on his receiving yards. I'm like, that's you're a brave insane. man. Why, like, why that's insane that, that I hit that against the Packers. It's yeah, a literally like, Russian roulette, man. I don't know what you're doing. Are you okay? I know that was looking back. I'm like, dude, how did I hit that bet? Um, yeah, I mean, 
I think it's be a slugfest. I'm going to take the Bears. I think we're we're both in agreement on that. Um, I think we can move forward. Uh, we got the Cardinals going against the Panthers. Um, <laughs> Panthers are minus one and a half at home. The, this line's varied on on both sides. Um, total sitting at 43. Uh, I don't know if I said it on the podcast last week, but the last time the Rams uh, lost in Arizona, I was a freshman. I I, don't, I hadn't touched alcohol. I'd never drank or smoked weed at that point. I uh, and you still have it, right? No, and then I think uh, you know the last time the Panthers. You're right. I haven't. Uh, I, the last time the Panthers um, are lost to the Cardinals. Um, What's the best way? Uh, I hadn't touched a boob, I don't think, at that point. I think right. <laughs> I've, I've, I've become a man since. Oh, wow. Congrats, man. <laughs> might, might cut that joke. I don't know. <laughs> I, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to say one more that I'll probably cut. Uh, last time the Cardinals beat the Panthers in Carolina, Pat Tillman wasn't a statue. He was actually alive. That That is uh, that's a fact. <laughs> that's... That is how long ago it, it, it has been since we beat them in <laughs> Carolina. And trust me, I like there's public money on this. It's like every it's like clockwork, dude. It's like we we get like we 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 for no reason get publics like public's like, yeah, Cardinals are gonna win this game. We go to Carolina, it's always Carolina or like some East Coast team, and it's a it's a morning game for us. And then we shit the bed. And I want to say this and be different. I'm not touching this fucking game. I, I refuse to touch this game. I, I, I lean Cardinals because I'm wearing them. But like, dude, I, this line is like, they're, they want you to take the Cardinals. Like they want you to take the Cardinals at even money. Yeah. Like I, I think I, I think that's literally the only reason I'm leading Panthers here, just because I I'm looking on uh, Action Network and 82 percent of the money's on the Cardinals. That's why. Yes, that is crazy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, don't know if you know. remember last time, like it was like we it was like Vegas slaughtered when Cardinals went to uh, Carolina last time. It's just it's uh, us in that franchise. It just doesn't work. Like, I don't know why, like we just don't play them well. And yeah, like I will say this, like Kyler's going against Baker, um, who he was a backup to. I know there's a lot like, like uh, Kyler kind of, those kind of games mean a lot to him. Mm -hmm. So maybe, uh, maybe Kyler rushing touchdown. Um, oh, there was an interesting stat. It was like, um, Kyler 10 rushing attempts. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it was like, oh, here, here we go. Um, when Kyler gets at least ten rushing attempts in his career, the Cardinals are nine and one. Wow. When he doesn't see more than five carries, we're three seventeen and one. Wow. Uh, and when That's... he less is, when he rushes less than four times, it's zero, 11, and one. Jesus. That's, I mean, 
That's crazy. He is a, he's a key part of, like, you know, you have to make your game plan around him. Get some designed runs in there. Or let give him let him scramble like give get him some undesigned runs in there. Just let him call his own plays. Well, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think we've learned that that that's when he's at his best when yeah. Cliff doesn't do anything right and Kyler decides Cl- what's Cliff right. Even kind of said that in the press conference at the end of the Raiders game. He's like, "Yeah, a lot of that was just Kyler drawing it up in the dirt." It's like that's not really you're, you're not doing your job, dude. Yeah, I, maybe I, maybe you should look into uh, uh, getting a real estate agent to help you sell your uh, new party pad that you're building. <laughs> I mean, dude, I so I, I I'm I'm gonna say I I like uh, let me I I didn't pull up any props. Uh, um, whatever the odds are, I'm guessing it's plus money. I will take Kyler any touchdown, anytime touchdown. I don't even think you can get that right now. Probably not. Yeah, they don't even have rushing yards out. He, they they put out uh, plus 238.5 is his line for his passing. I like him to rush for a touchdown this week. I think that's kind of my value, I think, that I can find. Other than that, dude, I, I don't I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really want to touch this game just yeah. because I'm like, dude. No, I'm with you. I'm not touching this game at all. Um, and they're going to ruin Red Zone Channel for me because I got to watch this instead of talking like all the fun games. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Drew. There's like freaking 10 of, t- of the 10 a.m. games. And this is one of three afternoon games. So at, at least you Wait, have this that. in the afternoon. It's an afternoon game. So you're not going to be missing much. Hey, there's a smile. Okay, never mind. Never you're mind. You're happy now. Yeah, you're, yeah. No, I love it's... afternoon games. Yeah, because then I get to watch the morning games. I was bummed. I was like, dude, I want to watch the Ravens and Bills. I don't want to watch this There's shit. There's so many good morning games. I know. All the, all the good morning uh, dude, games. I, and I, that was always the worst thing about these Cardinals-Panthers games. Maybe that bends to our favor a little bit, the 105 start. That's totally turn around. Public clock. money. Make it 84% the sound of the Cardinals. You and me. Let's add them. <laughs> one percent tell me what one percent is and i will add it <laughs> yeah i still staying away from this game i want to enjoy sunday i'm I'm looking forward to the morning yeah yeah uh, i agree i have no angle with this game i'm going panthers just because public money is on the cardinals but i will not actually be betting it um all right we can move on to uh Greener pastures. Uh, Patriots going against the Packers. Big line, minus nine and a half. I, I actually wanted to do my homework on this one. I didn't get a chance to get to it. Um, I know Mac Jones very much out. There's no, I don't see there's any way he's playing. I know I like either. Bill Belichick's being weird about it. Um, what? No way. So unlike him. That being said, like, I'm not touching this line, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Patriots covered plus nine and a half. I don't. I don't think any after like last week's game. I don't think anyone should be looking at the Packers covering minus nine and a half. I mean, they did that against the Bears, but I don't think this is the same. You know, well, it's like, funny because um, the Patriots like they had Mac Jones and. They lost by 11 last week. That's wild. I think this actually should have been kind of like the line uh, last week. <laughs> no! Don't touch him. 
Okay. Yeah, you can fill it. <laughs> so, Hazzy. All right. I'll let you talk for the rest of this game. On. All right. So, Hazzy, like I was saying, Patriots fucking suck, right? Yeah, you would have never bet on them. I know. Like, um, imagine picking the Patriots nah. for your survivor nah. pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I already proved that I was I was pretty close on that game. I think I think <laughs> I already proved myself. I showed. Let's move on from this game. I don't I don't even I don't think either of us are betting. It. What are you leaning? Yeah, I'm not betting it, but I'm leaning Packers minus time and a half. I think the Patriots aren't good, and now they don't have Mac Jones. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. But they still they have pa- Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, they. Yeah, sure. Oh, fine. Moving on this, to a fun game. I, I'm for happy you. this game is on 125. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to be watching that game. Dude, oh, man. The one – oh, man. The fucking afternoon slate is a gauntlet. Terrible. It's like, what do you want to watch? Yeah. What do you want to watch? Russell Wilson, the Cardinals choke on the East Coast, or the Patriots just fucking trying to, like – Yeah. What, like, what? yeah, a little – oh It's a lot – it's a big, big errand day. This is a big, like, you know what, honey? Let's go to the farmers market after 1 p.m. You know, like, it's, you, you know what's perfect. Go look at some some pottery. Yeah, let's go do it. I'm making I'm making uh, I'm making my chicken. Uh, you you've had it before. My uh, my uh, chicken tenders. Yeah. Uh, for I'm doing that Drew's Sunday famous. night. Oh, I have perfect go. perfect time to prep it now. <laughs> it's like, a great time to prep. Yeah, my yeah, prep I'm, time's from 1:05 p.m. to 4:25 p.m. It's crazy. It's like yeah. All right. I <laughs> I. Uh, then in that that like slate where um, Tony Dungy's talking about what, how the Cardinals fucking lost, I'll be putting them in the uh, in the <laughs> in the oil, <laughs> be frying them up. Um, so we got the Broncos going against the Raiders. Raiders are minus two and a half at home. I don't know about you, that's kind of a surprising line, just with all the factors coming into this week. Um, like just thinking where public money might be. I love you guys. I love you guys. 45 and a half. Derek Carr. I know everyone's trying to shit on him and stuff like that, but he's not the problem. It's Devontae Adams. He Vibes are off. Dude. <laughs> Trade him back. Get a refund. <laughs> um I I mean, I again I think every week I'm gonna be like, yeah, if you're giving me and like I think it's uh Oh, they're not even doing touchdown scores right now um, on this game. I like Devontae Adams anytime touchdown, any game, any game. He's done it every game. I so think you got to take it. Yeah, like he's literally done. He's he's best wide receiver in the league, hands down. I mean, like I know, like you know, Stephon Diggs is having his moment, but dude, Devontae Adams. What I mean, if he's getting proper targets, I believe in him. This this Broncos team, dude, they just couldn't come. Like, they are – oh, they're like the uh, second worst team in the red zone in uh, t- uh, percentage of trips ending in a touchdown. Well, I wonder if the Raiders are worse. <laughs> we're pretty it's the Colts. Okay. The Colts are, I think, the worst. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I think the Broncos are the worst. Um, maybe I don't, I don't. Oh, I didn't pull. I didn't have that up. Um, but yeah, I think that I think the Broncos are the worst. They're like one or two. <laughs> um, 
you know, it, dude, I, I swear to God, that sandwich video, it's too much, man. <laughs> like, that's just the, like, that's the one that put it over the top for you. That's it. Dude, it's the chewing. It's like a fucking, the worst ASMR. I don't this listen is, to ASMR. What like, do you, what do you think was that? By the way, if no one's seen this, uh, please look up Russell Wilson uh, subway commercial. Wait, uh, I should, I should look it up. I should pull it up. For, yeah, pull it up. I think he deleted it. I could be wrong. Even though I looked it up last night on his TikTok. It's an ad. It's an ad. I think Subway pulled it too. I I saw someone on Twitter like posted the video and then they were saying how bad it is. And then they were saying in the comments that like Subway pulled it because it was just such a bad ad. No, luckily they did not. Okay, great. Pull it up. Um, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> This is horrible. I can't hear it, Drew. Oh, damn it. Let me me reshare. There we go. All right. Hey, you want to split this Subway sandwich? It is my signature sandwich. It's called the Danger Witch. Oh, dangerously good. It's horrible. Be careful, though. It's spicy. What's that shot? You ever done anything dangerous? Also, the bites keep like coming back. I don't know. Reappearing. I've done something like that too. I won't tell anybody. Listen, one time. Never mind. That's too dangerous. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. My danger witch, it's only in the vault. That's our little secret. Hey, I just, I, what's the point of that commercial? Like, are they trying to be like, oh, so my when God. you're at the house, you're in your own kitchen, you got the whole squad here ready to pick <laughs> What's the thing is, this one's just uh, funny. This is how you do it. It's either yes or no. This is my favorite one. You don't like it. Are right, you ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. All right, here, first one. No. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. No. no. Yes. yes. No shirt. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Yes. No. 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 We've seen enough. We've seen enough. Have you seen the episode of uh, Fresh Prince where Carlton Banks, he goes to the ghetto in a dare and (laughs) he comes back and he just completely changes the way he acts and talks? That is (laughs) Russell Wilson is Carlton. He's a Carlton Banks. He just seems like such a nice guy before. And then it's like, and then I I just don't know. He's got a twang in his voice. He's got, it just depends on the, I don't know, man. Don't don't pull up the uh, <laughs> video with him, Sierra, in the bed. Hey, Seattle, we got a deal. <laughs> I got some business to take care of. Have a good night. I hate him so much. 
what I just don't know what happened. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you've come around. I used to like him. To. I used to genuinely I know. like him. He was a nice guy. I know. Was, I was alone in the group him. chat. Yeah, you were. I was calling him the dry humper for the longest time. And, and it was like, <laughs> I, I was on the Russ hate train very early. You I were. Was, like, You've been there. I remember it was like Earl Thomas flipped off the whole Seahawks sideline. And Russell Wilson's like, yeah, I, I, like it's, it's, you know, it's just like a good team win. <laughs> like they asked him about it. You go, just a good team win. Like it's, <laughs> he just like dodged it. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you mean Earl no, Thomas no, no, no. just I'm like ta- Russ, you. Russ, I'm talking about when your your uh, your teammate was carted off and flipped you off. I I I don't recall. Oh man. Top top moment as a Cardinals fan was that. Yeah. I was like, dude, we are about to lose this game, but I cannot wait for that. <laughs> like I cannot wait for that replay. It's great. Um, oh. So tell me tell me why justify Raiders minus two and a half dude I they honestly don't even deserve my justification right now but they're they're gonna get it you already know Raiders there we minus go two and a half. all right we're gonna win the game <laughs> all right um dude I'm I'm just so nervous I just actually I don't even know if I'm nervous anymore like oh and three as bad as a start as you can start off. That my thing with this team is they're not bad, and it, that's what's pissing me off. Like they're losing every game by one score. They're in every game, and it's just been like it's like the opposite of every Raider season. So Raiders are always in these close games, but they usually start seasons pretty hot, and then they kind of fizzle off in the middle. So I'm hoping we have a reverse here where we just like go on a little win streak, but. Dude, I don't know. It's a divisional game at home against this cringy team. You, you just you, you got to beat these fucking guys, man. Broncos are fraudulent. And I don't even know if they're fraudulent. I don't think anyone thinks they're actually good. They're, they should not be 2-1. and one. That Sunday night game was absolutely abysmal. They had no business winning that game. They maybe no. even should have lost the Texans. Like, I mean, they that don't, safety they literally don't changed the game. To win this game. The Raiders need to win this game for the greater good of America, for the nation, for, for the world, you could right. say. I, this is the American game. This America's is why. Team. Let's bump this to Sunday night. Let's let's give them an even Just, worse Sunday night game. Um, yeah, man. Oh, I don't man. know. I I just yeah, don't no, think. You, I don't think the Raiders are that bad. I know, like it's like pile on the Raiders, and I know it's like easy to make fun of, and like you said, the Derek Carr stuff and pile on. But I think. Now it's it's overcorrected the other way. So like week one, you know, Devontae had 17 targets and you know all the and we got the loss, and everyone's like, Oh man, is this what the year's gonna have in store? We're hyper-targeting Devontae. It's like, well, fuck yeah, this is what you traded for him for. But now it's like we haven't done that at all these past two weeks. So man, and people, now we're, people, we're but people will bitch about anything. Yeah, people are gonna bitch about it as long as you're losing. So I think we do maybe see the overcorrect week where Devontae just has a fucking massive game because we're gonna force feed him the ball till he pukes. But the Broncos do have a pretty good defense uh, just in general. But I think they're like number one against receiver yards allowed, number two against quarterback, like passing yards. Like they have a good defense. But I, I this is a game where I'm not even looking at stats. The Raiders just need a win. They are desperate for a win at home, division opponent. You, you, you saw the Subway commercial. That's who we're playing against? It's horrible. Come on. It's horrible. Come on. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm with the Raiders, especially a home game. zero and three. I know Mark Davis is meeting with uh, Josh McDaniels after that, get like after that last loss or whatever. Yeah. You got to get right. You, this is your get right game. This is a, I mean, Owen three is not good at all, but no. Owen four, Owen four That's, is like, I want to see the percentages on that. I, that must be like a 0% playoff chance. Like, like how many teams survive it? How many coaches survive in Owen four? How many well, that, I was going to say that honestly, if the Raiders lose this game, I think, I think the Josh McDaniel stuff, like, yeah, he's not been great. And like, you know, all these overreaction area Raiders fans are calling for his job already, but I'm teetering on that line. Like, I was a little optimistic coming into the season and I know we've had some like bad luck and like, you know, it, it takes a while for a team to kind of get in their sink and groove, especially a first year head coach, first year staff, first year, everything they're inheriting a team that wasn't theirs. But dude, if you start and four uh, and you're already having closed door meetings, like I don't do, I don't know. It might, you might be on the hot seat. True. I, I think you guys get it done. It's a it's a, it's a must win game as much as any game could be. Uh, for, That's what for, I said for last week. So here we are. You know, but it's different when your back's against the wall at home. You're back home after losing a very close game where you also fought back. You you guys fought back into that game too. True. What did I tell you? Where it's. No lead is safe in either way. It's fine. Like you just know how every Raiders game is going to go. This is going to come down to a field goal, or it's going to it's going to be a last possession kind of thing. Probably, yeah. I believe in you guys. Raiders minus two and a half. Let's go. I'm with you. Going to Sunday night. We got the Chiefs going against the Bucks. I mean, I don't know how they're even trying to pretend that this game's going to be in Tampa. They might as well just announce that it's going to be in Minnesota now. Um, with the uh, Hurricane Ian uh, hitting right now through Tampa. There's so much flooding. And, and like, the NFL is like, you know, we'll wait till, well, let's till wait, Sunday. Let's wait this one out. Yeah. Yeah. No no chance in hell. I mean, I, I, I will say this. In any Hurricane game, I overlooked this in the past, you take the team – that is being hit by the hurricane. I mean, like, especially at even odds, especially when it's Tom fucking Brady, they're getting Mike Evans back. I mean, it's going to be a neutral site game, basically. This is a rematch of the Super Bowl. Like, this is going to be a neutral site game. It's 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 even more neutral than the Super Bowl was when they played, because <laughs> it's not in Tampa. Yeah. I... I like I like uh, Tampa, even money. I don't I don't think I have to overthink this. What about you? I'm I'm with you. I thought this is actually be going to be a game we disagree on. I I had Bills Bucks as my Super Bowl pick, and like I, you know I'm saying this at work, and I'm like getting laughed at that I think the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. I'm like they're a what? They're a good team. De- like they have Tom Brady. Defense is- the defense is great. Yes. Like, they have not been playing at full strength at all this year. Like, Mike Evans is coming back this week. Julio, I'm granted, when's he ever going to be healthy? Who knows? But uh, they got uh, the greatest white rapper alive, Cole Beasley. He's on the team now. Uh, yeah. Things are looking up. Doesn't even matter if he's back at this point. Uh, yeah. he, he waited his time. Like, the 48 laws of power. Just waited. <laughs> 
waited to, for the right moment to strike. And he's like, you know what? Now's my time. Tom Brady. The, Tom Brady, man. He's on the uh, the Brady diet. I wouldn't be surprised if Brady was a vax either. Um, Harrison Butker, is he playing? The Chiefs don't have a kicker. Like, this is, it's a little important. And they're refusing to address it. They did, no, they had a kicker. I thought uh, they maybe signed they, a kicker for that. Oh, maybe they did. He just did terrible. I think. Um, they were they were doing like fake. Oh yeah, he, fake he struggled. Point, or I was think it they're trying fake? to get. I think he struggled. They cut Matt Amendola. That's who it was. Yeah, I I mean. Maybe he plays this week. I don't know. Whatever. I give me bucks. I I like this spot for them. I like the bounce back. They I mean essentially almost a home dog, but they're not gonna be home. Neutral site dog, but even then it's like plus a hundred on the money line, which I like. Give me bucks. Yeah. Bucks win this game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh moving on to Monday night football. We got the Rams going against the 49ers. Interesting line. I know. I know. I think that they're they're trying to bait a lot of public money coming on the Rams after they, you know, had a pretty clear victory against the Cardinals. Niners, close loss, very close loss that they had with the Broncos. I mean, if if Garoppolo doesn't get that safety, I mean, I'm not saying they win. I'm saying at least that game goes to overtime because uh, the Broncos would be kicking to tie instead of going for two. Uh, I think, right? Yeah, they were going for going for two for the uh um to get the three point lead. That's what it was. Um and they would would, would have been just kicking like it would have just, you know, subtract two points, it would have been kicking, it would have been 10-10 going into uh the last like two minutes or whatever. Um I, I don't care if I'm a sucker. I'm leaning Rams. I probably won't bet it, but I'm leaning Rams, and I kind of like the over. I know it was a defensive matchup, but, I mean, you, you like the Niners, they just have a – they match up well against the Rams for some reason every year, and I think Kyle Shanahan knows how to score. I, th- I think over 42.5 is, you know, fair line. But I would lean on the over. I could see it being like 43, 44, 45 points right around there. What about you? Yeah, man. I don't know. Like in these games, like I know I always want to lean Rams. And I know like this is always something in the back of my head that's like, oh, is that right? Like I, the Niners are always a team I can never figure out. And I, I'm, I'm always wrong about them. And I don't even get why they're good. Like – I understand Shanahan's a good coach and good play caller and all that, but I don't know. I just don't have faith in them, but they are a good team. Uh, you maybe, see that replay? What? Of uh, Caropolo. And he's uh, like, you're, oh, he's like, these plays suck, dude, man. Or, yeah. Dude, your plays suck, man. Sorry. So I didn't mean to interrupt. Funny. No, that's, it's needed. Um, Damn it. I think I'm going Rams. Which yeah. I don't know if I should. I know the public money's on the Rams. Is it really? 69% of the money's on the Rams. 
You know what, dude? I don't know. I'm like you. I'm not going to be betting this game, at least like spread or probably winner. Because um, if the Niners win this game, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. They should have won last week. Could be coming home pissed off. Rams are two and one. Um, I could see them. I wouldn't say not not showing up for this game. It's a Monday night game against, you know, I think McVay versus Shanahan. They're always both going to be wanting to get the best of each other. What's the, What's their head-to-head record? Is it McVay uh, so, undefeated? Or no, 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 the exact opposite. Um, I mean, uh, I forgot what your uh, McVay and Shanahan started, but going back to 2019, um, the Rams have lost every single regular season game. They had lost every single matchup until they beat the 49ers in the NFC championship game this last year. Hmm. Yeah. McVay's three. So the Niners against Shanahan. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, two of those wins came in 2018. Uh, I mean, it's just, I know they're a tough matchup, but I, I think I'm going to, I'll go with the Rams money line. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think McVay, like, dude, this probably keeps them up at night. Like, you I know, so like, you know, this, this probably keeps them up at night. I, I usually was on, uh, I was definitely like on Shanahan a lot last year when it came to his matchups against McVay. Uh, and I remember they've, they've saved me some money because of them because of, you know some of this mm-hmm. some of their matchups but but yeah i th- i think like eventually like rams got to get it done like i i mean have you know i i, I fuck it i'm running with the public too that's the one thing that scares me i was going to go rams but now i see that public money i'm like thinking of going niners but dude i'm realistically i'm not betting on this game at all i'd do i'd take props it should be a fun props game but um, I'll have like Rams I'll be, in like a same game parlay for sure. I'll be contrarian. I'll go Niners. Don't feel great about it. <laughs> um. All right. So we got our pick five. Uh, Derek, would you like to start us off? Yes, I would. And pick five, little unique this week since DraftKings is giving us player props. So three of the five are going to be player props. There we go. We're going to open it up Thursday night. Joe Mixon over 21 and a half receiving yards. Dolphins fifth worst against receiving yards to the running back position, allowing 49.33 receiving yards per game. Line set at 21 and a half for Joe Mixon. Love that line. Next up, Josh Allen over 281 and a half passing yards versus the Ravens. As we mentioned, Ravens dead last in yards allowed to uh, the quarterback. They are 366 yards per game. This line is mispriced by 80 yards, according to that. That's not really true, but give me Josh Allen, 281 and a half over. Next up, now am I a madman for putting this in my pick five? You might say I am. Um, you typically want to avoid any uh, international game, but here I am. Give me Vikings minus two and a half. I oh. just think that they're better than the Saints. Neutral site game, equal travel. 
if like we said, if any team is suitable to win in Europe, it's going to be the Vikings, right? Right. Next up, as is tradition, the Raiders minus two and a half over the Broncos. <laughs> I just have to do it. I have to be on the right side of their first win. So even when they're zero and ten, I'm still going to be picking the Raiders on my pick five. And then we're that. going uh, double whale mega unit lock. Give me Devin Singletary over 13 and a half receiving yards. Ooh, damn. All right. That's spicy. Love, love this one. So like the danger, Witch. the danger, Witch. spicy. <laughs> I don't want to re- even. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Singletary's line is set at 13 and a half receiving. They are playing the Ravens, who are fourth worst, 54 yards allowed per game, receiving to the running back position. You would say, ah, you know what? Maybe Singletary, maybe he's not really uh, getting too many targets, you know? That that backfield's a little unpredictable. Except you're wrong. Singletary has 17 targets on the season. Uh... 94 yards receiving on the season, 13 catches on the season. He's clearly there receiving back. Give me Singletary over 13 and a half. I respect it. I respect it. All right, here's my pick five. I'm going to go with Brees Hall over 60 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. We already talked about how that's a good matchup against the Steelers. I agree with you on the Vikings. I'm also taking the Vikings minus two and a half. Love that. Going to wake up early for that one gonna order the fucking i'm ordering a mcgriddle <laughs> for that one um i'm gonna go run through mcdonald's and get a mcgriddle for that one uh then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with titans colts over 42 and a half i don't give a fuck if it's a divisional game i don't give a fuck if they're mediocre offenses i think it's a good matchup if michael pittman's healthy i mean jonathan taylor and derrick henry are each going to do their things against the other team's defense i'm going with the bills minus three i think that they're going to cook the ravens i think that it's going to be a shootout. I like that. I like that Bills offense. I think it's a good matchup for them. And then my double mega play. Dick on the table. All right. Buccaneers money line. You got to go with the team that's playing for something bigger than themselves. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you they're winning this fucking game. They have to. It's it's Tom Brady going against Mahomes. He already has that weird thing. Like He's like, all right, I, I got to show it to this kid. And they will, all right? That Bucks defense, that, dude, you see Vita Vey was playing like a linebacker mm-hmm. and he's just knocking out uh, uh, Aaron Jones. All right. <laughs> that, like, dude, great coverage. Love the outside thinking by Todd Bowles. They're my mega play. Um, moving us to parlays. I will start us off with one that uh, is uh, a dream I always had as a child. All right, I want, I have a plan to get a commercial slushy machine in my life, all right? <laughs> this is not the best slushy machine, but it's good enough, and, and that's good enough for me. I plan on getting this done in five bets, all right? I We're going to get there. Thing. We're going to get you a slushy machine. Five parlays, We're all do right? It. Five parlays at least, no, like, if, if not less, all right? Give me Austin Eckler anytime touchdown, Jonathan Taylor anytime touchdown. They should both get into the end zone. That's plus 225. Oh, I'm throwing that. $5 on it. Throwing $5 that. on it, and I'm just going to build up on there and just roll over the whole way. All right? 
that that is that is uh that is my childhood dream. The last one that I have for you is the uh I'm gonna call it the market correction. All right. There's so many unders that's been hitting. I think that there's going to be a string of overs that eventually hit. Um, otherwise, you're going to be extremely profitable if you're just, you know, and I think Vegas wants it to always be close to 50. I know that, like, there's going to be people who are betting the over blindly. Um, I, here's some games I like. It's a six-leg parlay. I like the Ooh. over in Miami, Cincinnati. I like the over in the uh, Vikings-Saints game. The Titans-Colts, Bills-Ravens. Jets, Steelers, Cardinals, Panthers, five to pay two thirty-five. It's it's a uh, you know it's gotta it's gotta happen eventually. There's got to be a string of overs, I, I, I think. And uh, those are the games I like for that. What about you, Derek? What do you, what do you what do you bring to the table? Yeah, so I'm I'm mixing it up a little this week with the parlay. Okay, um, all right. I want to give everyone some entertainment on Thursday night. Okay, I you know these games are boring as it is. Except this Thursday, I actually like the game. I think it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, DraftKings is also doing a little promo. If you want to put a little salt and pepper on this thing, if you extend the legs in this parlay, they'll also boost your parlay. It's risk-free. It's all that good stuff right now. So I'm going to get you off to a good start with five legs. If you want to go find an additional five safe legs to make this 100% boost, I recommend you do that. But here we go. Core of the parlay here. Joe Burrow, over 254.5 passing yards. I love that. Dolphins not been great against the pass. They're allowing like 310 yards per game, I believe it was. I'm not going to look it up. Uh, not fact check <laughs> myself. Look, the, all right. Uh, next up, Joe Burrow, 11 plus rushing yards per game. I do know they suck against the run at the quarterback uh, position specifically, and that's because they played Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Uh, is Joe Burrow either of those guys? No, but fuck it. Davis has bet it, so I'm going to bet it. Okay, next up, Hayden Hurst, over 19 and a half receiving yards. Again, Dolphins fucking suck against the tight end position. They're allowing like 80 yards per game to that position. I just need basically one, two catches from Hayden Hurst. Sign me the fuck up. Joe Mixon, 15 plus receiving yards. Look, my lock is over 21 and a half. We're knocking six <laughs> yards off that bitch. Here we go. It's in there. Last up. Bengals money line. They're gonna fucking kill the Dolphins. Dolphins are fraudulent. They're coming over wins. Fucking two is concussed. Is he even gonna play? I don't know. Give me Bengals. They're gonna roll. <laughs> I like that. Oh, plus five fifty. By the way. Yeah, so. I was like, what's the final hot <laughs> oh, all that? All that, and then it's just five plus five fifty. <laughs> 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 okay, I mean, I'll tell, I'll tell, but it's uh, perfect. Uh, I'm getting, is that is that the only parlay you got right? That's uh, it. I didn't have time for another. That's one. I mean, of course, dude. It's, it's past my bedtime, like Drew. I just got to, you know, you got to call it a day. No, no, that was. I mean, it was a good episode. Oh man, dude, another one in the books. Week four. I mean. Maybe I'll finally reach my dreams of, uh, you know, getting an icy machine. You're going to become an icy owner, dude. You're going. I looked at like manifest. I looked at the, uh, you know, the like commercial ones, and they're like eight thousand dollars. I was like, ah, fuck. Well, maybe you you <laughs> might not be a commercial owner, but you're going to be an icy icy maker owner. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I was imagine a commercial icy machine oh, just in my kitchen. That would be too much. Th that will no. Well, we're gonna. That's gonna be the next step. 
that's the next step. I sell yeah. this one. And yeah. then, then we flip on. that and we roll that over. Yes. All right. This is, this has been a, you know, a good episode. Um, I love you, Derek. I love you, Drew. <laughs>